0: Sometimes this world we live in disappoints me, saddens me, and frustrates the hell out of me. Sometimes I fear for the world my children will soon be inheriting. Yet I see glimmers of hope shining through the tragedy, loss, and despair that engulf our world. I feel the simmering of great change, change on a revolutionary scale, unlike any we have seen before. It is positive change that comes from a collection of people dedicated to peace and parity. There's a new breed of social warriors who aren't afraid of breaking rules in the name of equality and justice. Some people ask me what that hope might be. My answer is always, why? Charlie Caruso Chapter 1 The Enigma That Is Gen Y Written by Bernard Salt Our fathers had their dreams. We have ours. The generation that follows will have its own. Without dreams and phantoms, man cannot exist. Olive Schreiner Whenever a new star or planet is discovered, its name, coordinates and other vital statistics are registered with the International Astronomical Union located in Boulevard Arago in the 14th arrondissement in Paris. It is unfortunate that a similar system isn't in place to determine the parameters of the names of newly discovered human generations. The baby boomers were easy to identify, and made themselves known from about 1946 onwards. It's less clear when exactly this generation ended and the next began. Those who followed the boomers were named Generation X by Canadian author Douglas Copeland, who published a book on this very subject in 1992. The logic that followed was, well, if there is an X, then there must be a Y. And if there's a Y, then there must be a Z. But hang on. Since Generation Z straddles the millennium, perhaps a better tag is the millennium generation. And wait. Maybe Generation Y ended before the end of the millennium, in which case perhaps something along the lines of iGen would be more appropriate. I wonder whether the International Astronomical Union's Paris Headquarters might have a spare room where social scientists and demographers could deliberate and make serious pronouncements about all the generations, their starting years and ending years, and the traits commonly associated with the behaviour and preferences. But, in the absence of such a command centre, I suggest a compromise. How about we focus less on the totality and more on the core of the generation? Using this logic, the core of the baby boomer generation was aged 50 to 59 in 2013, and so was born between 1954 and 1963. Generation X sprawled across the 35 to 44 decade in 2013, which places their birth years between 1969 and 1978. Generation Y covers the 20s, between 20 and 29 in 2013, which means that they were born between 1984 and 1993. This classification system allows for gaps, disputed territories, if you like, that lie rather like mortar as filler between the main demographic bricks. I don't know when boomers end and X's start or when X's end and Y's start, but neither does anyone else. And without some sort of classification system, the whole debate would never move beyond bickering over each generation's coordinates. For the record, each of these generations has a worldwide population around the 800 to 900 million mark. In Australia, there are roughly 2.9 million boomers, 3.2 million X's and 3.3 million Y's. But what this classification system doesn't say is that the generation that preceded the boomers and that straddled the war and the Great Depression years peaked at barely 1.5 million. So whatever infrastructure, housing, schools, shops, roads required during the 1950s and 1960s to accommodate war and depression babies at maturity had to be doubled to accommodate the boomers. Then, whatever infrastructure that had to be developed for the boomers...